Stories Podcast, your number one show for everything guitar. Hello, Dan. Hello. <laughs> Hello, YouTube. Hello, everybody in the live chat. Hello, everyone uh, listening on the podcatchers, and welcome to the Guitar Stories Podcast. Today, with a slight delay. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, if, uh, if, if you're listening on the audio and you haven't been watching the chat in the YouTube, um, Dan is now streaming on rig number three, rig C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is great. That is great. Plan A, plan B went to went somewhere, and now you're on rig C. That is correct. Yeah, but it's still working, right? It's working. We can see you. Um, yeah. Yes. So everybody, this is Dan. Um, I've been with you for about 15, 30 minutes. You know, Dan's just been sitting around eating pizza, and. Uh, <laughs> No, something went wrong with Dan's camera. We fixed it. It doesn't matter. Nobody noticed. We're just going to smooth over this as if it didn't happen. Absolutely. Hi. Hi, Dan. How are you? Good. Excellent. What about you? Did you have a good week? Till about 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. <laughs> I, I ruined everything. No, I had a great week. I had a really good week. Uh, yeah, it's been brilliant. I've had a really good time. Thanks for asking. How about you? I hear you're having some some ill people in your workplace yeah yeah but nothing nothing too severe at the moment so we're just waiting and see and hope for the best at the moment it's just a crazy situation and uh yeah luckily we, we we're not having any issues so far but uh yeah you know sometimes stuff happens so we gotta cope with that and, crazy uh, yeah. situation which queen song is Absolutely. that from someone let me know it's a hard <laughs> life thank you very much um <laughs> Dan's already put several songs in my head whilst we were doing this. If you, um, I will just talk about what just happened just momentarily because I was covering it in the chat, you know, just sort of uh, bantering. Dan was trying to plug in batteries and charge things, then trying to get a, a, a computer working. Now he's on his phone. And um, it was very, very amusing for me hearing you talking to your devices in a calm manner. Uh, it was. Did I did I do it in a calm manner? I was a little bit like it was calm, not... but it was for those of you, you know, for, for regular listeners, you'll know Dan is one of the nicest people, and um, he didn't get angry at all. I think I would have probably got a little bit angry there. I was very <laughs> impressed, but it was very very funny. I was just disappointed because because those cameras they are quite expensive, and you know it's it's quite let down if uh, the battery didn't last a week because I I didn't re uh, recharge it. From last week but i didn't like use any of the battery because i was actually using yeah, the plug so yeah. i mean those those sound like excuses i i, I don't want to you know <sighs> <laughs> i thought you were better than that i know, I know. right well um, we've got lots of people in the chat already and i'm sure lots of people are listening to the audio we have got an amazing show i know i say this a lot that i can't wait to talk to the guest and i love this guest but the guest we have tonight is actually one of my favorite people whom I've never met, but just purely based on her content alone, I am <laughs> I am so excited. And if it was a worse guest, I would be in a less good mood, but I'm in a fantastic mood. I hope you are, Dan. Um, yeah. I know you're excited as well to talk to Rachel and she's in Skype already in the green room waiting and she's probably watching the, the chat as well. So get your questions ready. We're going to bring you some news and also some picks of the week, maybe half a pick each this week, um, because we're going to try and get Rachel on as soon as possible. <laughs> so uh, uh, let's pop to the news. New 
news. News is this week. Um, that's a Kirk Hammett guitar, Dan. That is the one that he used in a. Can you guess which music video? Or do you know this piece of news? Have you? I think you had any downtime. Yeah, I had some. I had some downtime. I think that should be the one video. Correct. Yeah. It's just sold. For how much? Take a guess. Does anyone know in the live chat? Take a guess, Dan. So, uh, I, I, I don't know, like 6K? 8K? Six figures. What? 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 Six figures? <sighs> wow. Uh, no, it's, it's set to. Um, we've got, it's reached 26,000 already. Um, so it has been sold already, or are they I'm just still bidding to... on it? Oh, that that the bidding thing changed. Okay, it sold for one hundred and twelve thousand five hundred. There we go. Holy moly! So what's that? That's that's a quarter of a mil. No, hang on, an eighth of a mil between friends, isn't it? <laughs> between friends, yeah. I mean, it's got some it's got some value to it, of course. But wow, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um. So. There's a there's another picture over there which is not very useful. It just looks like one of those strats that you put together out of a kit, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstrat. Yeah, but um, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, then you can you can say you own the guitar that's in one video. I mean, it is a good song. That's, that's, and some, it is, that's is something. A yeah. Classic video, but um, yeah. So there's that, but um, I don't know much about it. So that's that's where we go. I was hoping Dan was going to fill me in, but Dan's veins are still popping out of his forehead so i'm waiting for Dan yeah. to yeah a little bit no, Dan, I, want, I want to show you the most disgusting thing i've seen in a while can i do that absolutely this is a guitar one of those sort of filled guitars that i was ranting about last week so last week i was ranting about people um filling guitars and like these um what's it called um i can't remember the word i am blanking well, epoxy, epoxy resin, resin guitar. Resin, sorry. Yeah, resin, yeah. Um, now I'm the one flipping around. So I was sent this, and um, if you're on the audio podcast, apologies. It is a guitar. Sorry, it's a bass guitar filled with cigarettes. So imagine a, used, a clear guitar filled with used cigarette butts. Um, I mean, as as if in it. As if it would not be like bad enough that it's a bass guitar, but a bass guitar filled with, <laughs> with cigarette leftovers. It's just there. It is a boomy chap. Yeah, I, I really, I, it makes me want to wretch. So if you, <laughs> if you're listening to the audio version, check out the, the video so you can see this because it's disgusting. It looks disgusting. I, I wonder if it smells disgusting too. That that I was mean, my that's my biggest worry. Like it must stink. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. Um, just just looking at that image gives me so much pain inside. Good, good. Oh. You should. You, that means you're a, a well-adjusted person. Oh. Um, and then I guess I further news, Dan, is that we have a Discord server now. There you go. And we already shared some nice memes and uh, guitar videos and stuff like that. So uh, please come and join. What's the address, sir? How, I have no idea. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> I guess the second piece of news, the sub news, is that I don't know how to use Discord. Um, <laughs> so I'm learning uh, uh, while I'm doing. But it's the Guitar Geek Discord, and then there's a sub channel in there, I guess, a sub chord, um, <laughs> a diminished chord. 
That is the dedicated to the Guitar Stories podcast. You can send us your images if you want your guitars to be in the intro to the podcast. You can send us funny stuff that we can talk about, or you can just say hi, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I've just seen Valeria forgot to join. Come on, get your act together, Valeria. But also, um, <laughs> uh, Michaela sent us a super chat, and it says, F you, Dan. So I, I, could, I don't know what that, what that stands for. It's impossible to possibly decode that, but I'm guessing it was the comment about the bass. I think so, yeah. yeah. So I have no idea how to, how to do the Discord, but uh, if you have Discord and you search for the Guitar Geek and you see something that looks like the label, uh, the logo of the channel, it's, it's open at the moment. I don't know if it should be open. <laughs> um, and there's also a secret area for Patreon people as well, just so you know, hint, hint. But um, yeah. I, th I think I know what what he meant. I think he wanted to say "funny you." Ah, oh, funny you. Yeah, he's so nice. That chap. He's so nice. Let's go know, on to my pick. Andy's pick of the week. Andy's pick of the week. First up is this. It's my own video. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's not my video. It's the Hofner Shorty that I uh, modified for McKeel, strangely enough. And he said that if I chose this as pick of the week, he would super chat us the posters that it cost me to send it to him. So put your money where your mouth is. You've just <laughs> super chatted us two euros. We want another 30 bucks uh, on, on the table. Uh, I didn't actually intend to put that first, but uh, you know, it did happen. That is my first pick of the week. Uh, I am, yeah, and I'm quite proud of that logo as well, and, and very proud of the hair in that picture. So, yeah, yeah, the geese tweaks. Yeah, um, I guess I'm just waiting to see if Studio Camille has, has caught up. So I'm now. I think that's enough airtime for that. Moving on, this Telecaster is something that we missed in January. Uh -huh. And it's What's an artist's signature Telecaster. And I don't know how to pronounce his surname, but it's Jason either Isbell or Ibell. He's a country player. And this, uh -huh. this guitar is uh, it's a chocolate Telecaster. So it's, it's nitro. It's a nitro finish. It's uh, a standard tele setup, three barrel, tele pickups, three-way switch, rosewood mm -hmm. fretboard, uh, black pick guard, um, six strings. And... <laughs> It just, it's slightly relics as well. It's based on his, uh, his guitar. Okay. Uh, and um, I just think it's absolutely stunning. On the surface, it's a telly. That's yeah. it. Is that US made? No, it's Mexican made, which means oh, wow. it's only priced, I say only, it's priced at about 1,300 euros. All right, fair enough. Meaning that I think that's achievable because we've got a few other guitars that have been released this week uh, we're not talking about, such as the Joe Bonamassa thing, and that's eight and a half thousand euros or dollars. <laughs> yeah. And there's also the the Strat that came out that was something like 15. And I'm sure they're great guitars, but they're automatically out of range for, for most of us. And that one, which looks stunning and a nitro finish, meaning it's going to relic beautifully, is, I think, certainly not cheap, but obtainable if you really really want it mm -hmm. oh well it looks pretty classy i like that kind of what's the finish it's not a regular sunburst it's more like a honey burst ish it's like a he called it like a chocolate finish chocolate. And, uh, okay 
I would have more information, but um, I was busy doing tech support tonight. Uh, <laughs> first, first and second level. Yeah, <laughs> just another another slight dig there. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe I'll get some more in, but uh, yeah, there's another picture there, another close up. I just think it's absolutely gorgeous. Not yeah. sure about the relicking. Not sure. Yeah, but I'm hoping sometimes. Yeah, sometimes the, the kind of in the cheaper levels, the relicking can look a little bit like unprofessional yeah but i think that because it's nitro as you play that if you look on the upper bout that's gonna relic even more as you play it so i see mm. that as a they've started it off for you yeah i mean the good question is how does mexican chocolate taste does that make sense no spicy spicy chili chili chocolate Mm. Ooh, that would that would, make chocolate. That would go down very well right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and there's the back of it as well. I don't like the fact that you can see the pieces of wood. If I'm honest, I think in that picture, I, I yeah, uh, I nicked that yeah, from the sweet, since, Sweetwater website. Yeah. But uh, since they are asymmetrical, right? It's like two third and one, like the upper part is one third, yeah. and then the lower bout is two third, and that would drive me nuts. I'm a little bit monk esque in that in that regard. It does have a mid '60s or early '60s neck, meaning it's a little bit thicker than um, than a well, not thicker, but it's a th slightly thick neck, which of course does it for me. So, put that mm -hmm. into your um, buy, borrow, or burn, and um, we'll move on to my next pick, which is this: the Harley Benton Airborne Go Amp. And there's a very special reason I'm choosing this, and that is because I'm currently using as my main amp in my living room the new X mini one, which this one is somehow related to. And I oh, wow. I have played through this tiny little amp, not the Harley Benton, but the new X one so much. It's got a built-in drum machine. Um, it's about 140 euros. It's got several channels for you know clean overdrive distortion. It's got an aux in, it's got Bluetooth, it's got a headphone out, it's got wireless. And I just think it's an extremely convenient, well-priced amplifier. And of course, being Harley Benton, it's going to be selling very, very well. And I, I haven't played it yet, but I will at some point. I'll get a review done. And I think that's a really good potential buy. Hmm. I mean, it looks as, or it sounds as if you've got a lot of bang for the buck. Is, yes. there, is there any alternative, alternative for that? Are there other comparable amps or options? Well, there's the, I believe that, that looks bigger than the new X one that I have, even though this is a new X amp branded Harley Benton. And um, it actually says uh, powered by new X on, on the back. Oh, wow. Um, okay. If you're wondering who new X is, you might know them as Nux if you're listening, because people say Nux. Um, if it's anything like the amp I have, this Harley Benton is cheaper. So this, I mean, it sounds, the sound is not great. It's a tiny little amp. It's not going to be a full-size 12-inch speaker combo amp. However, mm -hmm. all of the stuff that you need for practicing, I, I've been having a great time. Um, and it's, as, as you know, my, my main rule for gear is that if it makes me want to play, if it makes me have fun, then it must be good. And uh, so therefore, 140-ish euros, yeah. Um, is that available already? Yes, it is. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, hey guys? I'm... I'm, I'm Eighty-six percent sure that it's available already. <laughs> awesome. So, I mean, in any case, if someone would want to pick that up, uh, they surely would use one of your affiliate links. 
that they can find on your channel. Of course, absolutely. But um, <laughs> maybe wait for my review so I get like, you know, thousands of views on that. But that's not the reason I'm choosing it. I genuinely think as a guitarist to another bunch of guitarists, that looks like yep. a goodbye. Speaking of goodbye, mm -hmm. goodbye. Dance. <laughs> Andy is, is, is the king of the transitions today yeah I got the button oh yeah there you go my picks so this is like honorable mention because uh, I didn't actually select the rock pedal as a as a, my first pick but I just like the idea that's designed in conjunction with KHDK and um, Ryan Posing and who's the other guy Help me, help me. From um, that band. Yeah. Uh, is it Fallout Boy? No. Yes. Fallout Boy, yeah. Yes. Oh. So We are yeah. not switched on tonight, people. We're going to let you down. We need Rachel in this chat ASAP to actually yeah. pick up the energy levels. Yeah. I just, but I mean, it's just saying your... honorable mention. Honorable mention. Yeah, because, yeah, because uh, Henning did an amazing video on that. I think it's one of the most hilarious videos he's ever done. So if you get a chance, check that out on his channel. It's hilarious. Like it, the, the density of penis jokes is incredibly high. Yeah. I, I highly um, recommend watching that. I would steer away from this pedal. It, it, I don't find it funny. And I know that makes me a grumpy old man, but it does sound great. <laughs> and I do have the other Katie. Kate, I don't I'll never pronounce the, the company name. I have the Steel Panther pedals. But something, right. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm challenged by by this <laughs> yeah you know uh, you know what khdk stands for no no it's it's the initials it's kirk hammett and david karen the two founders uh, of course that guy that was um for the wild pedals yeah that kind of up-and-coming dude yeah he's yeah. been in it he's, he's sold a guitar recently yeah. all right that was the Actually, honorable I, mention i've got to i've got to throw you through because rachel's waiting to get in the chat and i i'm course. I need to get off get off this um, energy low. <laughs> what is that, Dan? That is a new Jackson guitar. It's Misha Mansour's uh, latest models. The yeah, Misha Mansour's signature, and these now come with Evertunes. And I've, I found it interesting, so I chose it as my pick of the week because more and more guitars are kind of equipped with with Evertunes and the Juggernaut ET6 and ET7. Uh, comes with pretty interesting specs like caramelized fingerboards and, and yeah, kind of Porsche or car-inspired colors. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's basically what you would get from from a regular uh, Misha Mansour signature model in that price range. I think it's around thirteen hundred bucks. But um, yeah, I found I found the point remarkable that it comes with an Evertune bridge, and I actually wanted to to bring that up and ask uh, our, our guys in the chat and also you. Have you any, had any experience with that? Are you are you kind of eyeing on on getting a guitar with an Evertune bridge, or is it just like a trend, so to say, and might be over before it has begun? I've only ever played one guitar with an Evertune bridge, and it was for seconds, quite literally under a minute. Um, okay. I was definitely not enough time to to answer your question. Um, it kind of skips me by, and working with the guitars that I work with, they don't generally have Evertune bridges on them. Mm -hmm. However, I remember there being a lot of dislike for it, and I couldn't figure out why. Um, if it does what it says it does, then surely that's good. So I, I mm -hmm. am thoroughly 
underqualified to answer that question. Um, maybe some people in the chat are, or or somebody out there in the world can can put us right. But I, I as far as I'm concerned, I'd love to try one. I wouldn't buy one with it on, having never tried one. Put it that way. All right, I hear. Okay, that might be an indicator already in which category that guitar might might lend. Okay. <laughs> I will not buy it. Um, may I move you on to your next suggestion, sir? Your Absolutely. Next pick. Absolutely. Uh, here we have your second. Ah! Yeah, and this is kind of brand new. So just in, like literally minutes before we started show, Emperor released the Power Cabinet. And that's basically a, an addition to their portfolio because they already had a cabinet, very lightweight. I have one at home. It's, uh, it's pretty decent. And you've got... Uh, several imprints so you have a choice of i think 19 different like speaker characters that you can choose from and uh, with the power cabinet uh, it is now also an option for everyone who owns a profile or stage or any of those unpowered profiler models i think that's a pretty smart move to add that to the portfolio i really like yeah. that and i think it's priced around 680 bucks 600 680 bucks depending where you live yes um correct. so find that quite reasonably priced and uh yeah i think it's just it's just yeah a stroke of genius that they added that to their portfolio and i think a lot of people will will try that um my personal perception so far is it's a very very well-made cabinet um it's at least uh, the one that i got the unpowered one is is rather lightweight so um yeah so it, and in yours is there uh, a regular speaker it's just a it's just a yeah. cab it's box. just a cab without without the power section okay. correct because i've got i've got uh you can see it in the back where is it there i've already got one that's powered oh, yeah and um yeah so yeah i like it and uh, i thought that's really great news because it uh makes or it provides a lot of people that own a profiler without the power section uh another option I think it's 689 euros, which is what I'm looking at, and 789 dollars and 500 great yeah. British pounds. That's a worthwhile investment. Um, and also, yeah. Dan, you're yeah. not going to believe this. It comes with a dust cover, a foldable speaker stand for angling the speaker, and a power cord. Wow. I know. I know. I know. It comes with <laughs> that's <laughs> that's more than the, your Sony cameras come with. <laughs> oh, I, I dropped the subject. I dropped it. As far as I was concerned, it was over. It was in the past, like Rafiki from The Lion King. But you oh, had wow. to go there. Yeah. All right. I wonder um, where, where do you get those analogies from? I I I, I don't know. Those My, analogies are great. Thanks. Thanks very much. I, I'm working yeah, on it. Yeah. Um, it's time to um, to see which ones we like, which ones we don't. In beg, borrow, or burn. Buy, borrow, or burn. I mean, wow. buy, borrow, or burn. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> private, private question before we proceed. Did you? Woman. You get kids. Did you ever? Did you ever? When when one of your kids was a baby, did you ever have the the urge to kind of lift it up like in The Lion King? Dude, it was a like a daily occurrence. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> and then, and then I just get looks from my girlfriend and their mom, like, "What are you doing?" And she didn't even get the reference. You know, it's, I yeah. think I think it's a yeah. dad thing. I yeah, think it's a dad I, thing. You know what? But the people they they are kind of looking at you and giving you that look when you do that. I was like, you know, what's the problem? I'm standing here with you know, in the pedestrian area, and I'm just lifting up my 
my girl singing why nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't that's like the fourth song you put in my in my head great now i'm gonna be talking to I never rachel promised you thinking Rose about kuna matata i wonder if rachel likes lion king <laughs> uh, she's watching so she can let us know when she joins um okay yeah. buy borrow or burn we've had five, six products yep. we said we'd do four we've done six um <laughs> we've had uh the telly from me we've had the harley benton amp from me and we've had the modified um hofner shorty what have we had from you sir uh we had the Kemper. Hmm? we had the mishimensu evertune juggernaut and we had the rock khdk pedal okay so things are coming in the chat already studio Camille bought that hofner but he'd rather own kirk's guitar burn the Kemper stuff and borrow that chocolate okay <laughs> but only that chocolate's not from the 60s <laughs> Bergie will buy the telly because he doesn't have a telly you don't have a telly Borrow the camper cab, burn the neck of the Jackson just enough to darken it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Alan M. Guitar Corner will buy the Fender, borrow the Jackson, and burn the camper because he doesn't have a camper amp. Okay, okay, but you could still use the cab for other things. But I understand. You've got to choose something to burn. Um, and Christopher just, Christopher just noticed that I'm wearing the same sweater I was wearing the other day. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing some some grungy stuff today, so I decided to wear my grungy sweater. Um, so I would buy the telly. I would borrow the Kemper. And I would burn the Hofner Shorty because it absolutely kicked my butt. And I don't care if Mikhail does a super chat of any more money or in case if he takes his super chat back. That Hofner was an absolute pain in the bottom. And I'm glad it's gone. Although it did sound quite good. <laughs> All right. Uh, Daniel son. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's really tough tonight. But um, I guess I probably also burn the Hofner, but it probably wouldn't burn too long because it's rather short. Um, I'll definitely borrow the rock pedal from Henning and I might, that's ah, a tough one, buy, yeah, buy the Kemper cap. Just assuming that I, I would not already have the unpowered one. Okay. Yeah, that was fairly It's getting easy. to the point now where I want to guess that your choices, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I, I mean. Next week. Cheating. Uh, yes. Next week. I, I guess. We, I'll we, try and guess yours. We, okay. We take. We, we guess the others. Yeah. We take notes. Yeah. But Mikhail did drop us the fifteen bucks in the super chat. Thank you, Mikhail. And you know I love He's you. He's a man of honor. He yeah. is. But I really thought that he was only going to drop it if I said that I'd buy it. <laughs> I mean, I borrowed it already for about a year, so <laughs> so I couldn't choose that one. Dan, I've had a wonderful time going through the gear tonight. It's kind of nice having this this um, slightly stressful trying to catch up on time thing. <laughs> well, well, I could have elaborated a little bit more on one or the other piece. But anyways, we're waiting for Rachel. And I think we so are. are many we are. In the chat so too. what I'm going to do is I'm going to call Rachel. And I haven't figured out the tech stuff of this yet um, because it should just work straight away. But you know us. Okay. You know, that was until we had uh, Cameragate. So okay. that should work. I, I'm, and what I'm going to do is 
I'm going to call Rachel, and then when Rachel joins us, uh, we she won't be live just yet. We'll have to do some some jiggery pokery, and uh, right. and see what happens. I'm very excited. Hi, Rachel. Can you hear me, Rachel? Okay, she can't hear me. That's that's a shame. <laughs> uh, one second. Uh, oh, can you hear me? You can. Yeah. Wonderful. Then let me just change my camera because I need you to be able to see Dan as well and the lovely people in the chat. There we go. So now you should be able to see the chat screen we were just on. And now I will add you to the podcast. So here's our guest thing. And then I do that and set up the old thing like this. Um, there you are. And you should be. Nice to meet you both. Thank you. You are here. <laughs> we can all hear you. Everything's wonderful. Rachel, um, I'll say it again. It is a pleasure to have you on the chat. And you are one of my heroes. And when I have an even slightly less than wonderful day, I watch your videos because they bring me so much joy. And thank you, thank you, thank you for being here right now live. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I really appreciate that. That's so so cool to hear. It's Yeah, I... I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Dan? <laughs> yeah. I thought you might want to say something nice as well, you know, make up. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I was looking forward to tonight because uh, I've been I've been chatting with Andy back and forth uh, about your channel and we're both like in unison, uh, so big fans of your enthusiasm and how contagious you are when it comes to guitar playing. I mean, it's just Whenever I'm 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 kind of not feeling it, I I can watch one or two videos and then I just want to play the guitar. Yeah, and in fact <laughs> I actually I actually tuned down the whole step and and played Square Hammer this weekend again. Oh oh nice yeah <laughs> I'm a huge huge Ghost fan. I have some Ghost albums behind me there. <laughs> yeah, lovely lovely lovely. Actually I I own a a, a transparent vinyl um with with uh, Square Hammer and a couple other songs um. And uh, my my bigger daughter, she loves that too. She always, when she was like smaller, she was carrying that that transparent vinyl around. Always wanted to uh, give it a listen. And oh, that's she's awesome! Jump, <laughs> jumping around and yeah, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I guess if people are listening or watching and have not heard of for some reason or not met Rachel before, then you can probably tell that Dan and I are both very very enthused. And you need to know who Rachel is. I'm I'm sure I'm giving you an announcement you don't need. But um, we also talk a lot about mental health on this podcast and musician mental health and how important it is um, to take care of yourself. And um, again, I'll, I'll reiterate that you, you give me joy and it's it's so, so, so cool to watch your videos and how real they are. And I, I have to draw attention to one thing you did, um, which was the Jammy video quite a, quite a while ago now, I think. And I loved it because you were just so honest and real and fun and i don't know I, again i'm just blur blurting out compliments because it was so enjoyable um i don't even know what to ask you i'm just happy to sit here and, <laughs> and, and watch maybe, you smile maybe Andy, since <laughs> since a lot of people or not a lot of people since some people might not be uh like aware of our channel or not like a regular uh regular audience rachel could you just give us a very quick rundown of uh, your personal guitar story, because I think there's 
uh, you're one of the few like kind of uh, people in the internet that kind of documented quite well their, their progress when it comes to playing the guitar and also kind of got famous because those videos are usually the ones that kind of are very well received and people can relate to that you know seeing yourself you know struggling with with the first uh, couple chords and then kind of making some progress and you know learn the first song learn a second song and all of a sudden kind of rip the uh, the tightest riffs um yeah maybe just just elaborate a little bit on on where you started and where you headed yeah for sure yeah so my channel is it is a little bit unique because i started as you said like recording videos really early on into my guitar playing like so I didn't start my channel, I think, until about, you know, seven or eight months into my playing, I think. And I had been recording clips, though, prior to that, just for friends and family as I was learning guitar. And yeah, I kind of just decided to put it all together into a progress video. And that kind of really made my channel take off that first year progress video I posted. It was kind of crazy at the time because, like, I had, like, you know, under 100 subscribers or something before that. And then one day that video just, like, took off a lot. And it was just really cool to see the response there. And then... I've been kind of making guitar-related videos ever since that, and yeah, it's it's been kind of interesting because I've been kind of growing with the internet and with the community, so I've had people watching me from like the very beginning as I've been learning the instrument, which has been really motivating, also a little scary at times, but overall really fun and cool way to learn, I think. Yeah. But you didn't you didn't kind of start with the intention of like becoming that that internet like or, or YouTube phenomenon, right? No, yeah, I just, so I guess I was looking for a new hobby and I first tried a couple different things at the time. This was like, it's five years ago now. Yeah. I tried like skateboarding for like, <laughs> like a week and then that didn't go very well. <laughs> so then I was looking for something else and, you know, I had never really played an instrument before, but <laughs> the little picture of, of Dan coming in, <laughs> uh, I'd never really played an instrument before, but I always liked music a lot and uh, really enjoyed listening to metal and Obviously, guitars play a huge role in that, so I decided to just try it out. And yeah, I had no idea that it was going to like take me where it has, but mm -hmm. it's been really awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, you're now at 191,000 subs on on YouTube, and like I said, there are so many like great comments. I think it's a very, very positive atmosphere. Uh, you know, in the commentary section, of course, you've got a few trolls up, uh, here and there. But apart from that, when when you know when I'm scrolling down, um, it's very very positive and and you know people they kind of take uh, motivation from from what you do there and and, and yeah, they, you yeah, kind of spark I, their interest. Yeah. Yeah, I think like the community on on my channel is like yeah, it's really great. There's so many positive people, and I think just kind of everyone's a lot of people are learning guitar. I think some people are more experienced. Some people just want to start, and it's really cool yeah. that everyone can come together and be supportive of everyone else. Like. I just did a like riff video where I had a bunch of people in the community share their own guitar riffs and it was really fun seeing everyone just going on everyone else's channels and commenting nice things and yeah, yeah I'm just really happy that I've been able to have such awesome people on the channel and it seems like you have a really awesome community here as well. Yeah, yeah. The uh, there are a lot of parallels in, in what, or at least I try to, to parallel some of the stuff, just positive attitude, good vibes. Um, I love guitar. That's that's why I'm here. I love it, and I love the the people that I've met through it. And that's what I believe the world needs. And and it certainly seems to be what you're you're sharing. And and there's enough negativity in this world. So what's wrong with a guitar? Even a bad guitar is still a great guitar. You know, <laughs> even a, a guitar song played badly is still a guitar song. So I never saw anyone pick up a guitar and say, oh, "I'm not really having a good time with this." You know, and, and I'm going to continue playing, but I'm hating it. So 
I don't mm-hmm. really understand why there is some negativity in, in the guitar world, but it doesn't really spread so much into other instruments. I think the guitar world is, is kind of special in that sense, um, which is saddening, but uh, I, I don't really want to focus on the sad parts. I want to focus on the positive parts. <laughs> um, I made an observation yeah. just before we went live, and that was that you kind of remind me of Paul Gilbert, who I'm a massive mm. fan of. Um, just the way that you are, um, I don't know, the way you move your body and the way that you talk on camera. And I put, I watched a Paul Gilbert video. I'm like, oh my goodness, they could be, you know, like <laughs> cousins or, or, you know, let's say father and daughter or something, you know, to be, to get the ages right. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that we're related, but, but I, can, I can see that a little bit. <laughs> I really hope you are. I really hope you go on those, those family shows and find out that Paul Gilbert's your third cousin's granddad's uncle. That'd be amazing. <laughs> and that explains why you're, you're so flipping good. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, it's it's just a like the YouTube channel. I think has helped me a lot overall, just with my practicing. And I mean, it's good motivation for me to have to post videos, and I really enjoy making videos. So I think it has helped me a lot. You know, grow as a guitar player, and just in general, learn lots of things like learning how to record covers and things like that as well. So I've definitely learned a lot from being on YouTube. Yeah, and Andy, Andy, if I might just add, I think I've, um, I've, you know, I've checked her channel. I think there are like three main factors uh, that that kind of are responsible for for her success. The first part is having a lot of fun playing the guitar. I think that's the the starting point. The second one is kind of practicing on a regular basis and kind of, you know, tr- do what you like. And, and kind of play the songs that you like and, and also document that because if, if you cannot kind of check what progress have I made, I think uh, that's, that's, that's one of the yeah, mistakes that a lot of people do. They don't kind of document their, their progress and, and you know they, they kind of get that wrong impression that they are not making any progress because there's no com- A-B comparison to the day before or the week before. So sometimes you get that feeling that you're stuck in a rut or that you're not you know, kind of improving. But you know your ears have already made some progress, so uh, your playing kind of sounds bad to them. But it actually is even better than a couple of weeks ago. And of course, uh, also a very important part is uh, that Rachel plays Ibanez guitar. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there it is. I knew I knew you were setting that up because you spent so long on number two. <laughs> I mean, I think that's I think it's true. I mean, I started out on the Esquire Strat, and well, it was a good guitar. Like when I got that first Ibanez guitar, I practiced way more. So that made me get better. So, you know, (laughs) give me the motivation. Rachel, I don't know if you're aware, but Dan is the European brand manager. Is that correct, Dan? No, no, no. German, Germany, Germany, Austria, Austria, and some Some of European brand manager for Ibanez. So there's a lot of Ibanez content because Dan has 100 Ibanez tattoos. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. In my in my heart. Now I was I was setting that up just just for fun, but it actually is a is a good point that uh, once you kind of reach a certain level of of seriousness in playing the guitar, I think a um, more professional kind of more proper instrument can uh, induce a lot of additional joy and 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 and, and kind of fun in, in playing it. You know, I'm not saying that it necessarily has to be an Ibanez guitar, but if you kind of make progress. And you get a decent guitar. I think uh, it adds a lot to to the overall experience, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, when I I think I was I think I got it when I was like seven months into playing, which you know might be kind of early for some because it was like a pretty you know good quality guitar, pretty expensive for like a, yeah. a relatively new person. 
but for me, like it was definitely worth it because I just, I knew I was going to stick with it long-term and yeah, it just helped me a lot with my practicing and my motivation to want to practice. So I always like recommend people do invest in a nice instrument that they're excited about if they like, it doesn't matter what skill level you're at. You can always play a nice guitar, you know? Mm, I hear. But one question, uh, really in regard of my like kind of professional uh, side of things, when you were supposed to, or when you were at the point that you wanted to have a new guitar, how did you do that? Did you just check online or did you go into the stores and kind of check different profiles? Because it's kind of hard as a beginner to define what's your preference and what do you really prefer? Do you prefer a super thin wizard neck or do you are more into like bigger kind of C-shaped baseball, semi-baseball bat necks like on, on some, some vintage Les Pauls? How did you determine what you actually wanted in a guitar? Yeah, that's that's a good question. So I kind of just... Honestly, I kind of went based on looks for, for this uh, guitar. <laughs> I didn't really know. I didn't really know what I wanted. Like I knew I wanted humbuckers in the guitar to be able to like handle more metal tones, but I didn't okay. really know like much about guitars and I didn't really want to go into a guitar store at the time because I was nervous. <laughs> so I just ordered it online and it ended up working out, but don't necessarily oh, wow. recommend that for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I mean, Andy, Andy and I, we know that pretty well. We, we've been we've been selected by our wives only by the looks, of course. But, uh... <laughs> You're on fire tonight, sir. <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's no cameras. So I can do whatever I want, basically. No, but um, like, frankly speaking, that's that's super brave. I mean, you could you could have completely like picked something that didn't work at all and and didn't just kind of you know killed your enthusiasm about the guitar. That's that's interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, I, like a lot of like bands I liked and stuff were playing Ibanez guitars, and I just really liked how they looked. So you know, I figured it would work out, and I also could have returned it, I guess, if I if I really wanted to. But that's true. Yeah, it was a good decision for me. Uh, Rachel, I see a, oh, I see a piano good. behind you. Do you also play piano? Uh well, I have a piano. I I got it like like three months ago now. I haven't really played it that much yet, but I'd like to learn more, basically, and and use it to learn more music theory stuff on it. Yeah, that. That makes me really happy because I thought you were going to say, yeah, I've been playing piano for 10 years and, you know. No, I, I can't. <laughs> I have not gotten too far into the piano playing yet, but I, I will be trying. <laughs> it's it's a weird thing to switch. I, I also play a tiny bit of piano and it's weird to switch between the two instruments because both, what I like about both instruments is that all the notes are available right there in front of you on the guitar and on piano, whereas on a like a, a horn or something, you have to, do things <laughs> and um with the piano it, it totally changed my 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 guitar playing i got more chromatic and i ended up getting out of things like the pentatonic box which i immediately fell back into but um the, the piano is is certainly an eye-opener and i recommend anyone that plays guitar to also buy a piano and or a keyboard instrument of some time some kind just to open up some notes that maybe don't exist on your guitar yet and uh, was that the reason you bought it or, or? Yeah, that's pretty much what I was thinking too. Just like, it does seem like it's a lot more obvious than a guitar up front, like where the scales are, where the notes are and things like that. And it just seems like a useful instrument to know how to play a little bit of at least. So yeah, I don't know. And I also wanted to learn how to read music just for fun, but I haven't gotten too far in that yet. <laughs> There's no stopping you. Who reads music for fun? <laughs> um, we have some sort of questions from the chat that I'm going to read out um, temporarily and, and, and frequently because uh, we get loads of questions. Uh, Amanda says that she just followed you on Instagram this morning and you are awesome. And she says the camera string thing you did was cool AF. And uh, I agree. Oh, yeah. The, 
the wavy string thing that I was just kind of demonstrating uh, you can use the rolling shutter effect from the way most cameras record to get really wavy like spaghetti like guitar strings yeah. and yeah exactly the, the waves <laughs> so that's that's a pretty cool effect I think this is one of the reasons I would recommend joining your Instagram your your content for anybody because and I mean this totally positively you take these small things and you blow them up into this amazing joyful experience and a lot of people would sort of smooth over that you know they, they you know what I mean am I making sense that's sort of a lot of people focus on the big things and, and there's a lot of times you focus on the small things and make them big and that's beautiful and that's really really refreshing for, for me when I'm making content I'm like oh damn Rachel's done something really cool <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Um, so more questions. We have one from, um, I believe, Michael, who has asked the question about three times, and I've missed it. Michael Spark, <laughs> can I ask Rachel if she has ever, if she had ever considered getting a seven string before she won it, and what seven string would it be? He's contemplating. Oh no, it's an Ibanez, an RGD seven one ALPA Axion label, Deep C four Fade Flat or Solar two point seven TBR. <laughs> Classic Ibanez names. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. So I guess before I won that guitar. So well, I guess that's another story in itself. Um, so I won a seven-string guitar in an air guitar contest at Nita Strauss's album release party a couple of years ago, uh, which that was that was fun. <laughs> I basically had supported her on her Kickstarter for the album and got to attend her release party and then decided to do some embarrassing air guitaring, but walked away with a seven string Ibanez. So uh, that was worth it. <laughs> but um, actually I can, I can pull it over once if you want to see Absolutely. that one. Absolutely. Yeah. I need please. more Ibanez on this, this stream. No, I just, I just uh, actually send you a picture for Michael. <laughs> Another beautiful seven string. So this is a seven go. string uh, from from that was signed on on the back here. Wow. Right, so you can't really see it, but uh, yeah, this is. I don't actually know what the the number on this. Maybe Dan knows what this guitar is, but this is my seven string that I have, and I haven't honestly played it that much. I've mostly been sticking to the six strings, but it's really beautiful guitar. Yeah. Um, and that yeah, I don't. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. That's that, I, I, I was not aware that you won that competition. Actually, that's yeah, amazing. yeah. It was kind of a yeah. It was I did some um, like pretending to throw a guitar air, mm -hmm. in an air guitar thing, like she, she kind of does on stage. <laughs> but that was that was really fun. Awesome. Yeah, just and, just yeah. for the record, this uh, that's an S, so it's a saber line guitar, and it's a ten twenty seven, so it's a seven string. Uh, with a uh, in a beautiful cerulean blue burst finish. That's kind of that kind of translucent translucent finish, and it's got a poplar burl, and uh, uh, maple and panga panga neck through construction. Can you turn it around quickly? Yeah, yeah, it has some really yeah. nice. Oh, no, bolt, um, it's a bolt bolt on, yeah, but it's like a, it's got the wings to it, so yeah. Yeah, that has like the purple heartwood, I think, like on yeah, the back the neck, of the neck. Yeah, the neck is like that crazy, I think 11 or 13, 13 P, I think 11 P is panga panga and walnut and maple and purple heart. So they, they kind of lose it, uh, use those kind of different layers to make it super, super sturdy and so it doesn't twist. That's, that's yeah, pretty cool. It's, yeah, it's a really beautiful guitar. So I was obviously super happy about getting this. And I think the question was if I had considered getting one before I, I yeah. got this guitar. And I had been considering it. I hadn't really started actually looking at, at guitars yet. I was kind of like, maybe I should get a seven string one day. So 
I don't know if I have any like particular ones in mind I would have chosen instead of this, but you know, probably an Ibanez guitar with my <laughs> other other guitars here. <laughs> how yeah, how was really that cool. transition for you from from the sixth string to the seventh string? Yeah, it's still something I have to get used to. Like I haven't I did like one cover with this and I've played on it a bit, but I haven't like focused too much on it yet. Definitely like a little bit less comfortable for me with like my hands like in the wrist getting around the width of the neck. But yeah, it's not like too bad, but I think it would take a while to like get really good with it, obviously. <laughs> but yeah. it's it's pretty fun to have around. Super cool. I mean it, it's it's a great guitar. I mean Yeah, good, let me one second put it down. <laughs> <laughs> So PAF7 pickups from Dimasio, that's like a pro-level instrument. Yeah, great. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> well. All right, let's have another question, Rachel, <laughs> if that's okay. Um, King yep. Prawn, that's a great username. I don't know why I love that username. <laughs> King Prawn. <laughs> King Prawn. King Prawn. How do you, um, why is my inflection so weird? King Prawn. King Prawn. Anyway, that user asks, obviously you're loving the YouTube journey and that's cool, especially for us viewers, but do you have any aspirations to be in a band or do you have mates to jam with? Good question. Another good question. Yeah, so I guess I haven't, so I don't really know that many people in person who actually like listen to like metal music or the type of music I listen to and I don't really know that people who play instruments either. So like I haven't really considered uh, joining like a band or anything like that. I'm pretty happy with, what I'm doing on YouTube. And I feel like I have a lot of room to go there um, and just learn a lot more with that. But I don't know, it could be fun someday, but it's not something I have like immediate plans for. But yeah, maybe someday. <laughs> I, I recommend you do. Playing music with other people is one of the greatest things I've ever done. I mean, I've got kids, so I've got to put that, you know, way up there. But the feeling <laughs> that I get when I play, when you just lock in with another musician, when you've nothing really planned and you just playing it doesn't matter what you're playing you're just enjoying like imagine if there was a bass drums and another guitar version of you imagine the smiles and the fun that would be in that room that'd be like too much and then imagine the, the videos you could release then so i would i would really love to see that happen at some point um and i can't recommend it enough and also as a musician to further yourself to play with other people is just it's, it's one of the best things you can really um lean on other people and also elevate each other I really do recommend it. Yeah, I definitely, definitely hear that. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to someday. I, yeah, it'd be a little bit scary at first, I think, for me, because I've, I've been mostly like, you know, better, even though I've been playing on the internet, I've still been mostly just like in a room by myself playing. So it's definitely a whole different thing that I'm not used to. But I know it would be awesome to, to do someday. Well, the other, on the other side is that if you're playing live and no one's recording it, you can get away with anything. It doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> Whereas YouTube is the opposite. You <laughs> know, you've got to really watch what you're doing. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I would recommend jamming and, and I don't know how to go about these days, these days, I guess at the moment it's not really that possible, but, um, there's some online stuff. There's, is it Kazam or Jam Kazam where you can jam online? Someone in the chat will correct me what it is, but you can, it's like Skype for musicians where there's no latency and you can actually play with other people. That's also pretty fun. Um, but my main question that I wanted to ask you today is what do you do? Like, is music your job? Or do you have a job? And share with us as much as you wish or, or, or don't. But I want to know what you yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, so right now, it's this is not my like job. I have a full time job outside of this um, in the software industry. But 
Um, yeah, I'd, just, I'd love to spend more time on doing YouTube stuff in the future. And I'm not sure what exactly that means right now, but yeah, I do. I, so this is kind of like a side thing that I do mostly on nights and weekends right now. Uh, but yeah, I'd love to be able to spend more time on it in the future. Cool. So I, I guess doing software, I don't know. Uh, do, do, do the people that you work with, do they know about your YouTube channel? And because this is always very interesting for people who are sort of YouTube successful and then they have another life. Is it odd? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think like most people uh, do know about it. I, I kind of keep things like generally pretty separate. Like I don't really talk about stuff on, on my channel as much. I mostly just focus on guitar and music stuff. But like, yeah, the people in my daily life do know that I have a YouTube channel. And um, <laughs> I think they think it's cool too. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun. <laughs> cool. We've got some software people in the chat right now. So they're probably feeling a deep connection with you. So thank you for making those feel happy <laughs> as well. Uh, Dan, I, I, you're not here visually, so I'm, I'm not getting any visual cues from yeah. you. So if you've got anything you want to ask, I yeah. guess now would be a good time. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, uh, that was also my agenda, asking um, if there was a point where you where you thought, well, maybe that could be something more than just a hobby. Um, I mean, given that you still have a full-time job, you're still like uh, kind of in both worlds. But like, is there any any plan when you say you want to like kind of further that like uh, uh, kind of continue with with that whole channel and, and kind of expand on that? Like, do you have any what are ideas that you kind of have for for the future development? Like, what do you want to do except for jamming with others once the whole Corona situation <laughs> is under control? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely something I've I've thought about, and yeah, it's it's obviously better if you can spend you know more of your time working on stuff. Like, it takes me a while to edit edit videos right now. I think I kind of post one like usually every two weeks or so, uh, but I'd love to be able to do that more. I think it's like, you know, important for keeping the community active and growing things to be posting pretty frequently. But um, yeah, I don't know. There's other things I'd like to do. Like I've been kind of having fun, like just trying to learn new instruments. And I think that it could be kind of a maybe fun series to like, you know, try learning drums in a week or try learning something else in a week or yeah. um, something like that. So I think that could be something that could fit with the theme of my channel, but be a little bit different if I had more time there. And yeah, I've also started doing a series where I've been like learning uh, new riffs in like an hour or two. So just kind of showing my progress learning in a short period of time. And I've been having fun making those as well. So I don't know. There's a lot of ideas, but I'm not totally sure exactly what direction I'm going in. But I'm excited <laughs> to keep keep going on that and figure out what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you on Twitch also uh, available, or just on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram? Yeah. Right now, I don't have a Twitch, but I think that I would like to do more live streaming sometime. I always get a little bit nervous before a live stream, so I haven't been doing so many. But I think it is definitely really valuable right now. And I think a lot of people are, you know, who are big YouTubers have switched over to doing Twitch as well, because it's just such an awesome way to interact with the community. And yeah, yeah I don't know, it seems like a really good path forward. Yeah, I think I think it would be super brave, for instance, to to sit down there and, and start a Twitch session and just kind of approach uh, like a song or just a riff and kind of just, you know, dissect that uh, kind of nugget by nugget and just learn the parts and kind of, you know, show others how you how you kind of learn songs or learn parts of songs and, and kind of give them some tips also how to how to kind of internalize that. that would be yeah, that, I think yeah. that would be definitely a good good thing. That's sort of been kind of doing it some videos, but it's different if you're seeing it live. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what the point that Andy made. You can always edit any video until you know it, it's, it's kind of perfect and you look like you're a god on, on the sixth and the seventh string. But it really comes down to kind of interaction with live people and kind of really fail, occasionally fail, 
that's what we all do. I think that's that's uh, much more brave than just like trying to make the impression that you're the perfect guitarist. I mean, nobody is, except for Steve Vai, maybe. Yeah, Steve, Steve gets a pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... I do you sorry, have any... No. Oh, sorry, no. Okay, no. I wanted to say that... Um, a word that comes to mind when I see your videos is is fearless, which I'm pretty sure you're not. But there's a bravery uh, to what you do in your honesty and the fact that it is very um, authentic and real in the sense that it feels like you're just putting a camera there and then you're very naturally telling your story. Is that how it is for you? Or is there like 100 takes of that one video? Or do you just turn the camera on and, and be Rachel? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, kind of a mix depending on, on what, I'm, what I'm recording. I like want to come across that way. Like, I'm glad that it, it seems that way. And it's always a little bit unusual talking to a camera and getting used to that. I think like looking back at my old videos, I was a lot more awkward talking to the camera than I am now. And I think it could still be even more natural and, you know, do maybe less takes on saying something to make it seem more natural. Uh, it's something that definitely I think about. And I hope that I'm just coming across as authentic, authentic, because that's what I'm trying to do. But yeah, it's a mix of things. Like, obviously, I do do multiple takes when I'm recording, like, most, not not everything. Like, when I'm doing the learning videos, I don't do multiple takes there. But, like, if I'm recording a cover or something like that, do a bunch of takes to get a good one. But, yeah, I don't know. It's always complicated, but I hope that I'm coming across, coming across that way. <laughs> At least in my experience, you absolutely are, which is... Um as a fellow content creator, both inspiring and frustrating. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, I have a question. Well, it's from the chat, but it's also a question for me personally that um, from Team Play is saying, why not live on YouTube? Why Twitch? And I'd like to also echo mm. that question. Yeah, that is a good point. I, I don't know. I, I did a few live streams on YouTube. I probably would do live streams on YouTube at first if I'm just doing them like like randomly like once in a while that's probably what I do because I have the audience on YouTube but I think a lot of people move to Twitch to just have a second face you know in case something goes wrong with YouTube or it's good to have multiple multiple places multiple sources for your content and yeah I don't know I would have to experiment with it I haven't like decided if I would do Twitch or YouTube for sure but I feel like a lot of people are making separate channels on Twitch even though they have YouTube channels so I don't know what do you what do you think about that yourself uh, well Poo Ninja who is definitely more um knowledgeable than I am on this subject has just written in the chat, Twitch has a lower latency and is highly more profitable than YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Both of those appeal to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it, folks. Next, Next week, week on, on Twitch TV. Um, for, for me, I... <laughs> I have a lot of um, managing my time and because I'm this is my full time thing. Um, manage my time to just do the YouTube, Instagram, Facebook group, um, the other things you do outside of working on YouTube, you know, in real life. Um, the thought of opening up a Twitch and managing that um, that scares me. And we we just opened a, a Discord today, which I know nothing about. Um, but people are having fun in there and there's, there's some happiness going on in there so I think it's going in the right direction uh, and I can see the benefits of it but for me it, it's just the the management side of it and starting something knowing how much effort I put into this channel and how hard it is to to do this um, starting something new seems scary which is also good of course but I'd wonder if anybody would watch you know <laughs> Yeah, definitely relates to that. Like, it seems like it could be tricky to get, you know, the audience from one platform to another. But yeah, I made a, a TikTok recently because I saw that was kind of uh, 
you know, blowing up, but I've only been posting like kind of randomly on it. It's hard to manage so many different platforms, but it's fun to try out the different types of content that each platform, you know, is, is made towards, geared towards. Yeah, I, I also did tip TikTok and I found myself spending more time watching other people just do stuff than actually using it. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing that too. <laughs> um, that being said, I'm having an amazing time watching it. It's great. <laughs> not very productive though, but... Um, no, it's not. <laughs> I, I kind of like, like with Discord, do you know um, Trey from Gear Gods? Or do you watch Gear Gods? Yeah. He started a, a, a yeah, Twitch... I don't know how long ago now, but a considerable time. And he started doing live songwriting. So he was offering something different on Twitch that he wasn't offering on YouTube. And I think that's the key. Um, if I was just, if personally, if I was just to do gear demos and gear reviews and this on Twitch, it would make no sense. You know, hey, come over to Twitch now. But if yeah. you're offering something different, my issue is I don't know what else I could offer apart from hair care tips, maybe, or for <laughs> jumper choices <laughs> well, you yeah i have like thought about that. like maybe doing some, I, like sometimes i'll play like video games once in a while it could be fun to do like a twitch video game stream or something like that just something totally different ah. that i wouldn't put on my main <laughs> channel normally so yeah i don't know see you don't want to see my video gaming face so <laughs> that's just <laughs> mouth open lip dragging the floor you know and swearing which is totally off brand for me <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dan. I spoke over you then. Beep, beep. No, no worries, no worries. I just, I was just thinking it would be cool if you do like live soldering stuff, kind of putting together a pedal or something, or even live like un unboxing and live uh, first impressions kind of kind of thing. If you had like a decent uh, signal chain that you could just send the signal through and, and kind of get, get people first impression of what then is later to to appear as a properly produced video on YouTube, I think that would. A, be totally different content that would appeal to a lot of people ah. and also be something like a teaser for, for what's actually to come on the channel. Yeah. So I think there's something to Twitch that's more hands-on, more kind of sandbox-esque. Um, and I mean, it's, it's so niche. There's, there's something for everyone. I think there are people building Lego sets live on Twitch. I mean, come on, give me a break. Well, my issue is going live is that I have kids and that door behind me can randomly open at any time. And there can be anything. It can be a kid covered in chocolate or anything or indeed carrying some Lego. So, you know, and if Lego gets involved and I have to stop whatever I'm doing because that's important. But, I mean, that would just make it more interesting, right? Yeah, exactly. It has happened a few times, and it is super funny. And I, I, I encourage my kids to come in here, but um, I, I don't know. I, I can't guarantee that one of them wouldn't come down and do something they shouldn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, fear, fears aside from that, I guess my main worry is is not having anything to offer. This this now feels like it's turned into a therapy session for me. <laughs> Sorry, but Dan, all good suggestions. I will indeed consider that. Um, I guess to be the YouTuber here is that if you want me to do that, let me know in the comment section or in the live chat <laughs> or indeed on the new Discord. Um, which uh, do you have a Discord, Rachel? Uh, I have like a Discord for just some Patreon supporters right now. I don't know. I I've thought about making one for the channel, but I haven't really. Asked, I was kind of nervous that there'd be like too many messages to handle, but maybe someday. Okay. Um, that's exactly my fear again. Uh, or not, I keep saying fear, <laughs> I mean concern. It's, it's time management, but uh, yeah, all right. I will open a Twitch just for you, Dan, and I will 
test some live <laughs> unboxings and first impressions. And when I waste my time, I shall bill you for it. How's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Actually, I, I have one question to Rachel. Um, do you have any, or did you have, when you started playing the guitar, any um, role models, like guitarist or mu musician role models that you kind of... Um, try to either copy or that that kind of just you know sparked your interest in in the guitar itself like who was it at that time except for yeah ghost. I, yeah, I, yeah ghost is actually a big one but i feel like for me it's mostly just like bands i like i just really enjoyed you know i, I went to a lot, a lot of live concerts as well i always enjoyed watching the guitar players playing live and just listening to the guitar based music so uh -huh. you know my favorite bands like nightwish and ghost and i don't know i have There's probably a lot more. I like symphonic metal a lot, so a lot of oh, bands yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> but I think it's just like a combination of all of the music I listen to and just trying to, I really wanted to learn some of the riffs and parts of songs from those bands. Um, I also, of course, was really inspired by Nita Strauss. I think she's awesome too. And I, that's my, my second guitar I got was like a S series Ibanez or second Ibanez guitar I got was an S series Ibanez. I think Nita used to play a purple version of it. I have like a blue S five four seventy, but uh, so she was a big inspiration as well. Just watching her play with Alice Cooper and yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of like different bands that have inspired me, but not like necessarily one particular person. Mm, okay, yeah, but bands can be like a big factor. I think that's the most fun to just kind of you know practice songs and and kind of put them on and and play to it and then you know kind of reduce the level and. and You know, go into the more delicate stuff, and, and at the end of the day, you are able to to completely play a whole song, and I think that's that's much better than just chromatic one two three four one two three four or spider exercises and stuff like that. I mean, there's there's a time and place for for everything, obviously, and for for every practice practice routine. But especially as a beginner, I think if you just uh, practice what you want and what kind of Uh, makes you happy. I think that's that's the most important part, and uh, yeah, I think that's also why you're. That's probably a point why you're so positive about everything because you're actually having fun. You're not faking it. Yeah, I think that's definitely been like. Yeah, that's been a huge thing for me, as you said. Just learning. I started pretty early on, just learning through learning riffs, even if I couldn't really play them very well. Yeah. Just kind of starting learning techniques through songs, and that's always made it a lot more fun for me. I mean, yeah. I think everyone you know struggles with periods where it's harder to get motivated or something's yeah. not as fun because you're struggling, but like. I always come back to the music I really like and that always inspires me to keep going. How do, how do you learn stuff? Do you learn it by ear? Do you check taps? Do you do, like try to find the chords first? What's what's your approach? Because I mean, if you compare how people used to, you know, teach themselves or be taught the guitar like 20 years ago, it's completely different stories. It's a whole universe that, that opened up with YouTube and tabs and, and Guitar Pro yeah. and all that stuff. Like how, yeah. how did you kind of learn songs like Square Hammer? Yeah, so... Kind of depends on the song. I don't really use tabs pretty much at all. I just, for some reason, that doesn't really work for me. I don't think it's like bad. It just doesn't really work for me. I usually learn through a combination of like listening to the song and slowing it down. And also if there are like video lessons on YouTube that other people have made or just covers people have made, I kind of watch those and try to learn, you know, where their hands are. So kind of a combination of watching videos of either the artists or lessons or people playing and also just listening to the song. So yeah, that's usually how I learn. All right. That's pretty much the same okay. way I learned. Just song based. Left a lot of holes in my technique. I left a lot of mistakes. I hold the pick incorrectly if the if you know if you really want to say <laughs> that. Um but I hold it the same way as Paul Gilbert. So, you know, that's all I always tell people when when they tell you holding a pick. <laughs> um 
yeah, I, I I just love guitar, and it's so nice to be talking to some other people that are also loving guitar. And I know that's the reason the people in the chat are here because they love guitar. And I think something that occurred to me about your joy of guitar, and I don't want to diminish that joy at all. That would be awful. But maybe it's because you have a career in in software, and that music is your hobby. Maybe that's the joy for you because. I know the guitar community, <clears throat> sorry, that's not fair. Some guitarists that have YouTube channels uh, have opened YouTube channels after failing as a musician, you know? And I, I, I don't yeah. believe you ever fail as a musician. I believe you go through different uh, parts of your journey. But I certainly would not have started as a YouTuber. I was a, a live player, much like yourself, came from the songs. I don't know where I'm going with this point, but... Um, I mainly wanted to say that if you did take this up more full time, do you think you could keep the joy alive? It became more of a responsibility. Yeah, I think that's definitely something that, you know, a lot of people struggle with. And, you know, as I have been doing this more seriously, I mean, it has become, you know, partially, I mean, it's not a job, but, you know, it kind of becomes that way a little bit when you're worried about getting out videos and things like that. So I think it's just something that I always have to remind myself that, you know, I'm doing it for the fun of it. And like, I obviously have a lot of fun with it, but, you know, even I sometimes do feel that way and do, do, um, yeah, feel distracted a little bit by, you know, thinking about it more as a job, but I don't know. I think I just, the, the love of guitar and the love of, of music can drive you forward through that. And, you know, sometimes taking a break for a little bit can help with that as well. So I'm just, yeah, I don't know if I have a great answer. I think that's a problem that probably everyone struggles with, but, uh, I'm hoping that it, it will work out. <laughs> no, I, I, I think you have answered the question. I'm not even sure there was a question. It was, but <laughs> if there was, you definitely answered it. <laughs> Uh, Dan, we are coming towards <laughs> the end of the show. Um, have we have we missed anything with Rachel? I know it feels like we've been on for for less than ten minutes. Um, yeah, I'm going to check the chat. Well, Dan, if you want to ask anything else for Rachel, and Rachel has a little bit more time, that would be great. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, actually, gear wise, um, you you told us that your first guitar was a, a Squire. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, you had that Ibanez or the, those two yeah, other the one Ibanez back there. Yeah, did what? What's your? Do you have any other dream guitar that you wanted to own? Either because it, it, it belonged to one of your heroes, or you just you know kind of thought it, it's super cool. Any kind of future purchases or, or stuff that's on your wish list or pedals? I mean, that's a big passion of Andy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting because a, a lot of people have been asking me that recently because I think I haven't I haven't really gotten a guitar. I, I kind of bought my first two main guitars like a year into playing, and then I haven't really personally purchased like many guitars since then so yeah. it seems like it's overdue and potentially <laughs> to get another one sometime but um i don't know if i have like a particular one in mind right now i've been interested in like trying out a strandberg guitar because they look so different you know with like the the fretboard and like the headlessness um uh -huh. just i'm curious about them but i haven't had a chance to try one out there's like i don't know i'm sure there's always more ibanez guitars <laughs> that i'd like and I don't know. I'm I'm open to other guitars. So if anyone has suggestions for me of guitars I should check out, definitely let me know. <laughs> I'm I'm open to it. Um, and as far as like pedals go, I, I usually use a modeling amp, and I also use Bias FX2 software for my recording. So I don't really have too many physical pedals. I mostly use like digital software. It's just easier for me. So I haven't actually like gotten too far into the the pedals area of. Gear stuff myself. <laughs> oh no! Okay. I think Andy Andy could help with that. I can definitely help, and I will help by saying, "Don't do it." 
because <laughs> once you start, I mean, having said that, I know that there's, and there was a question in the chat earlier about analog versus digital, what your thoughts were, mm. and that's obviously answered it. Um, but for me, and of course, I love, I love digital stuff. I love the, the convenience. I love the fact that I can just click something. And there's so many good stuff available now that there wasn't even two years ago. Um, but for me, plugging into a, a tube amp with a fuzz pedal gives you something you can't get from digital yet. Um, not yeah. saying that I'm a purist, I'm absolutely not, but I'm massively into fuzz and sort of big sludgy deep notes that you just play a couple of bass notes and, and just feel that, 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 that feeling. And um, I would recommend just going to a music shop and trying that, you know, getting some distortion pedals, plugging it into an amp and just playing a few low power chords, especially on, on the seven string, just to see how that feels. Um, that's an amazing feeling and it can really, for me, elevate the, the guitar playing experience. Yeah, I just have like the tiny like uh, Yamaha THR10 practice amp, so I've never really played with like a big sound amp or anything like that. So that would be fun someday. It would probably be like kind of Imagine shocking. the video. <laughs> I always keep the volume <laughs> The low. video, I yeah. play my first 4x12 or, or whatever, you know? Yeah. People would watch the heck out of it. Not a bad idea. Yeah, you, I, I would watch that. Please send it to me if and when you do it. Um, <laughs> Full stack. Did anyone say Full, full stack. stack? And then your videos have totally changed. I bought seven microphones, two cabs, and I'm... yeah, oh man, I would love to see the smile on your face when you when you experience that. That would be brilliant fun. It does sound fun now that we're talking about it. Yeah, but no pressure. Just whatever you're doing is working for you. So you know, don't, there's no need to change anything. It's it's um as long as it's fun, that's all that matters. Um, Absolutely. We've got a few more questions in here. Um. Oh, my question was, you mentioned a headless guitar. Is is that something yeah. you'd, you'd like look into being a metal player? But Yeah, I'm just kind of curious. I, I do have like um, a, I don't even, Steinberg guitar that I got for like traveling once uh, that has like <laughs> headlessness, but it's not necessarily like the best guitar. It's kind of heavy. And I think for me, like what appeals to me about the Strandbergs, potentially, I haven't, I haven't tried one, is that they're trying to be ergonomic and light and comfortable. So I'm just kind of curious more about that aspect than about the headlessness. Right. I, I don't really care too much either way about the head, headlessness, but um, yeah, just curious to try like, a new form of guitar or something that's innovating. I have tried a, a few Strandbergs, and when I first played it, it was super weird because the neck is kind of half a hexagon. Yeah. But once you get over yeah. <laughs> what you think is correct, then it just, it works. I had a great time and it was the the Telecaster style one. Um, mm. And I didn't have it plugged in, so I can't comment on the actual sound or anything like that. But as a playing experience, it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it seems, it's very unique. Just, yeah, the neck looks so strange, but yeah, I imagine you just adjust to it over time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did in, in the 10 minutes I was allowed to, to play it. Yeah, uh, I didn't want to put it down. Put it that way, and it's it's always a, a nice thing to to pick up. Uh, I don't have one though. Maybe that needs to change at some point. Um, I guess some yeah. follow final questions. We've got, we've got a few beginners, or not beginners, but um, new guitar players in the chat sometimes, and um, they're asking if uh, team player asked if Rachel tried different string gauges and figured out ones you like mm. most, uh, or do you stick to the strings that come yeah. with the guitar? Yeah, so I I did, I think the guitars probably came with like 10s to start, but I switched down a gauge. So I used 9s on one guitar and then like 9 through 46 hybrids on the other. So like the 
kind of hybrid of nines and tens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally like the like the thinner strings are just more comfortable for me to bend and play with. Um, but yeah, I kind of just stuck with that pretty much. I also tried out like I was using elixirs now as well with the like slick strings are kind of nice, the coated strings. So yeah, I did I did experiment a bit, but yeah, I don't know. I, I like the nine ten hybrid most. I think. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, with with a guitar with a tremolo, it's not it's not the most comfy uh, comfy idea to kind of go back and forth on different uh, string gauges. Yeah, that one I don't change as much. The, the one back there, I, I change <laughs> right. more often. <laughs> All, right. All right, that's yeah. a, that's a weekend yeah. wasted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Rachel, I want to say thank you. We're gonna we're gonna re- um, um, end the chat with uh, a compliment, I guess, and a, a thing that should definitely inspire everybody else and everybody in the chat saying from Dave's Guns and Games is that Rachel inspired me to play guitar again after 10 years. Thanks, Rachel. That is, that's always so cool to hear. I really appreciate that. And yeah, I don't, I'm always kind of speechless when people say things like that. So it's just really cool. Yeah, you're, you're an enabler. <laughs> so well done. <laughs> um, Rachel, I would love to have you back at some point, and especially when you've started your Twitch and, and done more live streaming as well. And thank you for, for coming with us and Invisible Dan tonight. <laughs> Dan, I miss you. So I much. miss looking at your face. <laughs> some reactions, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah well, thank you so much for having me on. It was really fun. Good. Yeah, Andy. Andy was super, super excited. I think I think he finished the the actual thumbnail for the show like as early as possible. We've never we've never had the whole show set up so early on. That was that was quite a first. So uh, you can tell that he was he was completely looking forward to that. Yeah. Again, Rachel, thanks so much for for joining us. Uh, like Andy said, whenever you have set up a Twitch account, maybe uh, we just do it and vice versa and visit you on Twitch. <laughs> kind yeah, of sounds, chat sounds there. good. We'll see. <laughs> that'll, that'll be fun. Um, apart from that, I mean, just keep on doing what you do. It's it's so contagious in a positive way, and and kind of like Andy just pointed out, kind of uh, uh, passing the torch on to more people and enthusiasm about playing the guitar, and that's the like the best compliment that you can get. So, thanks so much for doing that. Thanks to everyone in the chat, and thanks to everybody out there on the podcasters for listening to that show. Check out Rachel's uh, Instagram account or her. Um, YouTube channel. It's called Rachel F. Um, wonderful videos there. Her first uh, experience with the piano and the progress throughout the last couple of years. Those are videos that you, uh, will put a big smile on your face. Highly recommended. Andy, any last words? Rachel, any last words? Rachel? <laughs> yeah, just thanks so much for this is my first podcast I've been on. So Whoa! I really appreciate you having me here. <laughs> Premiere. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. this is really fun. Oh, welcome. <laughs> you're welcome back anytime. And when I'm doing Twitch and stuff like that, if you ever pop up, I would love to have you on the show again. Um, yes, yeah, I will great. post all your necessary links uh, in the video description to this. I will also put it in the the podcast descriptions, etc., so people can find you. Um, and yeah, again, much love. And please just keep spreading joy and playing guitar and making cool videos so I can watch when I should be working. <laughs> <laughs> i'll try my cool. best <laughs> um thank you. yeah thanks to everyone in the chat thank you for listening on the audio version on podcast land uh dan will probably ask you to leave us a five-star review is that right dan that is correct so yeah if you if you're in the review thing then um don't even think about it just click five stars it's, it's much quicker that way and uh, more efficient you can get onto the rest of your day and uh we'll be back next <laughs> week with Oh, I can't tell you who, what we've got next week. It's a secret. 
but I will let you know. I'll be making the thumbnail very soon and getting this post. So, yeah, I hope you have good fun. And um, if you haven't joined the Discord, join the Discord. We can chat on there. That's it, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. Have a great night, everyone. Bye-bye.